You're listening to Direction for Life broadcast with Drs. Herbert and Marsha Bailey. For more information, visit rightdirection.info. We hope you enjoy today's broadcast. Today, Bishop Herbert Bailey continues with, I always win. God is faithful, but God is faithful who will not suffer you. He will not allow you to be tempted, tested, tried, or in a fight that you are not that uh, above what you are able. Oh my God. But will with the temptation, with the test, with the fight, also make a way of escape that you can bear it, that you can win it, that you can rise above it, that you can come out of it, that you can dominate over it, that you can walk through it, that you can knock it down, that you can come out on top. God will get involved in your fight and manipulate things to cause you to win. Somebody said, I always win. Woo, glory to God. If I'm in it, God's in it with me. If I'm in it, God's already designed my victory. If I'm in it, God's already strategizing. If I'm in it, God's already dispatched angels. If I'm in it, God's already released wisdom. If I'm in it, God's already released help. If I'm in it, then I'm anointed to do it. That verse from New Living Translation says, the temptations in your life, are no different from what others experiences, experience. You are not the only one. The temptation in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. If God brought me out of poverty, he can bring you out, to po- out of poverty. Well, I didn't come from the project, but you came from trailer park. Same difference. Trailer park just projects in the country. You call it tomato, I call it tomato. Temptation you face in life are no different from what others experience. God is faithful. That means he's consistent. Things are up and down, situations are up and down. Things are inconsistent, but God is faithful. And he will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. Oh my God. Say it, say I can stand it, I can stand it. That's a negative confession. I just can't stand this. No, no, I can stand it. If I'm going through it, I can stand it. I can bear it. I can come through it. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you attempt it, here we go. He will show you a way out so you can endure. He will show you a way out. He will show you how to win. I just got this thing, and maybe, maybe it's because I built several buildings that uh, even right now, and many of you know you've been in this room enough, that there are exit signs around this room, okay? And so whenever, Pastor Marcy, for some reason, we've been, we've been dating now. When I say dating, I mean going out on dates, going to restaurants for about, about 38 years, 38, 39 years, but she still don't quite get where I'm supposed to sit. Brother, y'all know what I'm talking about. I always try to explain to her. I need to sit where I got the biggest view. I need to see what's going on around here. Sometimes we get in places and she got me in the corner looking at the wall. I'm like, no, you in my seat. Anybody know what I'm talking about? 
So we have to get up and change because I got to be looking for the way of escape. Now, now she, 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 she did that to me one time, right, right in, the, in, a, in the big old town of Chapin. We sitting out eating in a restaurant in the big old town of Chapin. And all of a sudden, I see some run, running, some scuffling. I said, hold up, what's that? Wait a minute. And, and, and she, she looked and said, oh my goodness. I said, what's going on? I was in the wrong seat. And a man had grabbed his gun. I said, what in the Newark, New Jersey is going on up in here? Up in Chapin. What in the Newark is going on up in here? I said, see? So we have been there a couple of times since, and I have asked the rest, I said, everything all right up in here today? And we was outside. I said, everything y'all got? They said, yeah, I don't know what's it. And, and, and that had happened over a parking space. Two good old bubble guys. One pulling the parking space. I'm going to tell you here, Bubba. Let me tell you something. You're just not going to take my parking space like that, Bubba. I got something for you. I said, what in the world? God. Oh, Jesus. God's got your back. God knows where the extra signs are. He's not going to let you be defeated in this space. He's not going to let the devil get advantage of you on your, in this space. When he brought you in the room, he already knew how he's going to get you out the room. Are oh, y'all listening to me? Just give him the right seat. <laughs> give him the right seat. Let him, and you will know that his eyes go throughout the whole earth looking to show himself strong to the person whose heart is perfect towards him. Somebody say, God, God's watching this for me. God's, God's watching out for me. Don't, don't try to sit in his seat. Let me read it again for the message translation. 1 Corinthians 10, 13, message translation. I always win. No test or temptation that comes your way is beyond the course of what others have had to face. All you need to remember is that God will never let you down. You're never going to let, you're never going to let me down. You're never going to let, you're never going to let me down. Say it again, come on. You're never going to let, you're never going to let me down. Say it two more times, come on. You're never going to let, you're never going to let me down. One more time, sing it. You're never going to let, you're never going to let me down. All you need to remember is that God will never let you down. Watch this. He'll never let you be pushed past your limit. Some brothers say, I know God won't, but my wife, she be pushing me though. These kids, they, they, they be pushing me. But God will never let you be pushed past your limit. He'll always be there to help you come through it.
Can you, can, it, if y'all have that in this message translation, put it back up. He'll always be there. There we go. He'll never let you be pushed past your limit. He'll always be there to help you come through it. Isn't that good to know? Do you believe that or don't you believe that? So it's fixed to fight it. I'm, I'm going to win because it's already been fixed for me to win. Go to Deuteronomy 20, 1 through 4. I'm almost done here. Deuteronomy 20, 1 through 4. I call this the, this is the pastoral battle general coaching speech. I was watching a little bit of the game yesterday of Carolina against Tennessee. And I said to Pastor Marsh, I said, I said, Lord, we're playing Tennessee. I said, this is going to be a blowout. I said that before that fight ever started. Maybe that's why I spoke it. I said, this, this is going to be a blowout. By the time I tuned in, it was set, it, in the beginning of the second quarter, it was already, it was already bad. It was, like, it, was, it was like 28-0 or something like that. In the beginning of the second quarter. Then it scored another, and, by the, and then it got to be like something like 30-something. And we still have zero. And I said to Pastor Mark, I said, what does a coach say at halftime when it's been this bad? Because you, you can go, see, some of us be like, I ain't got nothing to say to you. I ain't, I ain't got nothing to say to y'all. You got to say something. I'm just, I'm just through with you. No, you got to say something. Because it's looking overwhelming. And a leader has to encourage you like I'm trying to do right now. Say, I know you're in a fight. I know it looked like it's 30 to zero. I know it looked like time is running out. But here's what God told his people to tell his, his men, his, his, his army. Deuteronomy 21 through 4. When thou goest out to battle against thine enemies and you see horses and chariots and people that are more than you first of all be not afraid of them he said even though they look like they have more resources than you they're bigger than you they're smarter than you they're better looking than you they're more articulate than you they got more favor than you they know more people than you they're more politically connected than you be not afraid of them for thy God for the Lord thy God is with thee. It's, watch this. It's fixed. They got horses. They got chariots. They got more people. But God is with you. Uh, Y'all don't catch this. They got money. They got political connections. They, they got people. They have resources. But we got the Lord. And we can't lose with the stuff we use. For the Lord thy God is with thee. Watch it. And then he said, and don't forget your testimony. I don't want you to think that you've got a different God with you. I don't want you to think we got a new age God. I don't want you to think you got a God who's limited to crystals. I don't want you to think that you got a God who's just limited to man. I want you to know the God that's with you is the same God that brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. 
after 430 years when people thought maybe God had forgotten about them and God had forgotten his promise that he gave to Abraham before they ever went there. They're going to go there. They're going to be there for 400 years. But after that, I'm going to bring them out with a mighty hand. I'm telling you, you got to remember God's promises to you. And if God gave you that promise, he's still going to deliver you with a mighty hand. It's not a different God. It's the same God, the one who brought you out of Egypt. Verse 2, and it shall be that when you come nigh unto the battle, that the bishop of right direction, that the pastor of right direction, that your leader, that the leader of this house, that the father in this house, that the mother of these children shall approach and speak unto the people. Speak to your family. Speak to your situation. And they shall say, hear ye, O right direction. Hear ye, Joneses. Hear ye Smiths, hear ye Wilson, come on, speak to your family. Hear ye, ye approach this day unto battle against your enemy. Let not your heart faint, get yourself together. Fear not, don't you even tremble. Neither be terrified, overwhelmed because of them. Here we go. Here we go. It's fixed. It's fixed. It's fixed. It's fixed. Somebody whisper. It's fixed. It's fixed. Verse four. For the Lord your God is he that go with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. God is going with you. He going to fight for you and he will save you. God going to go with you. He going to fight for you so he can save you. God is going to go with you. He going to fight for you so he can save you. Oh, y'all are hearing me now. God is going with you so he can fight for you so he can save you. Somebody say, I'm about to be saved that means I'm about to be delivered if God allowed me to go in this battle he's already going into the battle with me he's about to deliver me he's about to turn my situation around oh my god oh, oh let me let me quiet for you that's the one table real quick so you can't get overwhelmed by the battle because great victories come through great battles Great victories come through great battles. Great victories come through great battles. For one of you to know me and know my family and know my situation. And one of my children say, man, I came out of so much poverty. You gonna look and say, you what? You, you, you what? I know your father. I, no, 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 no. You. I, I know your story. You had this and that and you went to school debt free. Don't, don't tell, me, tell me your battles. Okay. But when you hear about the battles, then you know they have a victory. See, we may all have the same thing, but we don't all get it the same way. <laughs> we all may be in the same room, but we didn't go through the same battles to get in the room. We may live on the same block, but you don't know my testimony, what it took for me to get on this block. I, I had, to go, had to go through, I lived on a whole lot of other blocks before I could ever get to this block. Some of y'all went right to the block. Boy, you've heard you preaching today. He said, don't get overwhelmed by battles because I want you to understand the great victories come through great battles. Proverbs 24 and 10. If you faint in a day of adversity, your strength is small. Great victories come through great battles. If you faint, you give up, you can't even quit in a day of adversity, your strength is small. The message translates said, you fall to pieces in a crisis. There wasn't much to you in the first place. Look at somebody say, that scripture ain't talking about me. That scripture ain't talking about me. Just read that to somebody else, because that one don't apply to me. 
I found myself in the word that one don't apply to me. I'm going to hold it together. <laughs> I'm going to hold it together. The truth of the matter is, every, the reason why some people ain't, ain't, have not come back to church, because they couldn't hold it together through the pandemic. Oh, I'm getting in your business now. The reason why some people's marriages failed in the pandemic, because they couldn't hold it together in this crisis. We already have fractures, now I got to see you every day too. At least I got some deliverance from you when I went to work. But now you working up in here and I'm working up in here and we both got to look at each other all the time. This is too much. How much can a brother take? How much can a sister take? I need some deliverance and I don't go to the bar no more. If you think the day of adversity fall to pieces in crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. Listen, Paul refused to get overwhelmed by his battles. He refused to get overwhelmed by his battles. Look at Acts 20. And, and, and I'll end here. Acts 20, 20 through 24, 22 through 24. Paul says, and now, behold, I'm going bound by the Spirit unto Jerusalem. He said, I, I know I'm getting ready to go into a battle. I know I'm getting ready to face something that I'm going to have obstacles. I know that I'm getting ready to go into an unpopular place and an unpopular situation. It's not something that I would choose, but I know this is part of my destiny. In order for me to get to it, I got to go through this. That's a word for somebody. In order for you to get to that, you got to go through this. We would love to skip steps and we love to skip spaces. And, and uh, the Bible says in John 4, I believe, when, when Jesus speaks to the woman at, at, at the well, he said, and he must needs go through Samaria. He must need. There's some places and some things you must needs go through. You can't get there unless you go through this. There's no other way to get there. You got to go this way. And, and that may, may be a hard place for a while. It, it may be a dry place for a while. It may seem like a testing place for a while. But you got to go through this in order to get to that. I, 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 I wish I can remember the exact quote. I saw somebody quoted about marriage on Twitter. He said, most people never really get to enjoy the, the thrills of marriage because they don't go through the hard times. There's certain things that Marsha and I have been through. Boy, that makes us rejoice all the more. Okay? We rejoiced. We rejoiced in my daughter's wedding last week. And at the time, I'm, I'm using this now as an example, I forgot about the arguments that we both had about different things she was doing, what I felt she should do, and what she feel I should do. Are y'all listening to me? Okay, but we rejoiced on Sunday. Last week we were rejoicing together that we got our daughter to this place, okay, of being married, okay, and deciding even to, even to be abstinent with her fiancé until she got married. And y'all got to know my daughter. She just is who she is. She announced after reception, y'all, we get ready to have sex! Got to know my daughter. We we can even have sex. There ain't nothing wrong with it. I just have to. I can't think about it. Boy, don't you have sex with my daughter? I like you and everything. You can be my son-in-law, but don't you be having no sex with my daughter? great day of rejoicing but there's some things we went through raising her there were some bumps that we had about about what I felt she should be doing as a mother what she think I should be doing as a father okay but suppose we split up over that 
we couldn't rejoice together for this day. There's certain things in order to get to that. You got to go through this. And you got to successfully go through this. And you got to work this out so you can enjoy that later. So Paul says, I'm going to Jerusalem, bound by the Spirit. And I don't know the things that's going to befall me. He said, I wish I could could tell you everything that's going to happen. One songwriter says, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know about tomorrow, but I know who holds my hand. Okay? I don't know what I'm going to face, but I know who's going to help me face it. I go bound by the Spirit into Jerusalem, not knowing the things that before, shall before me, that save or accept the Holy Ghost witnesses in every city saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. Say, Paul, you're going to have to go through certain things. Remember when God called? He told Ananias, he, I'm going to show him what great things you have to suffer for my namesake. That wasn't everybody's plight. And everybody don't try to adopt Paul's philosophy of life. But in Paul's situations, he's going to have to go through and suffer certain things for the gospel's sake. Verse 24, but then Paul says this, despite everything that's facing me, none of these things moved me. None of these things are going to make me stop believing Jesus. None of these things shall rock what I know about God. None of these things shall make me sit in front of YouTube for three hours watching something about why Jesus isn't the Christ. Nothing or nobody can persuade me I know whom I believe. And I'm persuaded. Not like a gripper. See, because some of y'all, you are like a gripper. Paul stood all day. He was just, he wasn't just trying to get released from his bonds. He was an opportunity to preach the gospel to King Agrippa. We, we can read it in about 15 minutes, but I'm sure his dissertation was several hours. Preached before King Agrippa. It's around, it's around Acts 26 chapter, somewhere around there. And as he tells them about Jesus and connects him with Jesus, with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and, and talking about how God raised Jesus from the dead, and he's now sitting right here in the Father, he gives the whole gospel, and Agrippa says, Paul, you almost persuaded me. You almost had me. Some of y'all sitting up here in this church, and I almost got you. Maybe you need 10 more messages, 20 more altar calls. What you believe matters. He who believes shall be saved. He who believes not shall be damned. What you believe is important. What you believe makes a difference between heaven and hell. You can't just make up what you want to believe and be saved. Well, I choose to believe. You can choose to believe and you can choose to go to hell. It's not arbitrary what we believe. Paul says, none of these things move me, neither count my life dear, so that I may finish, back 23, the Holy Ghost witness in every city, bonds and afflictions abide you. But none of these things, none of the things that, that I'm threatened with move me. Neither do I count my life dear so that I may finish. Somebody say, I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish with the victory. I'm going to finish with the, tr- with, with, with the crown. I'm going to finish with the belt. I'm going to finish with the trophy. I'm going to finish with my right mind. I might finish my course with joy. (laughs) Don't let the devil steal your joy. Finish with joy. Finish with a shout. Finish.
finish with a praise. Finish with a dance. Somebody said, I still got my joy. Woo, Jesus. Oh, I done been through some things. I got some bills, but I still got my joy. I've had hard times, but I still got my joy. I had a car repossessed, but I still got my joy. I've been through a foreclosure, but I still got my joy. I lost some things in the natural, and there's some financial investments that didn't work out, but I still got my joy. Somebody in here been divorced. You lost a husband. A wife left you. But you ought to say, I still got my joy. Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. I dare you to go through and make up your mind. I will win. I'm coming out of this thing with my hands lifted up and my heart filled with praise. God is a good God. God is my deliverer. God is my sustainer. God is my peace. God is my victory. Thanks be to God that giveth us the victory. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph because this fight is already fixed. Devil, you might as well take your weapons and flee. God has already given me the victory. Long as I got my faith, I still got my victory. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even my faith. Anybody still got faith? Faith that I'm winning. Faith that I cannot be defeated. Faith that I'm coming out. Faith that God's turning it around. Faith, faith, faith that moves mountains. Faith that opens up doors. Faith that makes me be able to stand and say this joy I have. There's no such thing as a defeated Christian. Jesus was a winner, and as Christians, he has given us the victory. In this teaching, Bishop Herbert Bailey shows us that we always win. To order this message, call 877-798-5433 or order online at www.rightdirection.info. Just ask for I Always Win. As we continue to socially distance, be sure to stay connected with us online. Stream our services on Facebook and YouTube, as well as rdci.info via the Watch Live tab. Sunday morning services are at 7.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and our website. Wednesday Bible study airs at 12 noon and 7 p.m. Friday, women's Bible study airs at 12 noon via Facebook Live. Consider connecting with us as a partner or an iChurch member. More information about our partnership and iChurch member services can be found on our website at rdci.info. For consistent updates and encouragement, connect with us on social media through Facebook at Right Direction Church International and on Twitter and Instagram at the RDCI. Right Direction Ministries, transforming lives and impacting generations.